0: we all ready to give this a try? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just to uh, state it for everybody for the record, I have no intention of going through all of this nonsense to try to tell the Dulos story. (laughs) Dulos must be in person, around the table, the way God intended. Okay, so we'll uh, try some Traveler in the meantime, though, I mean, since Dulos is heavily based on Traveler anyway. So... That leaves me with a big question. Are we ready for story time? hmm yes. yes. All right. It began as an expedition in search of a spaceship that was probably a myth. A story too good to not pass along, even if maybe you didn't believe the story yourself. It's been 15 years or so now since the story first started going around about a ghost ship that, uh, it's making me lose my spot, about a ghost ship that appears, stays a few days, and then jumps away. And then someone else has a story about seeing it. Oh, and sometimes the story includes the part about the signal. Some strange signal it broadcasts that no one can understand, and usually on unauthorized transmission frequencies. So, yeah, it's, it's a fun story, but no one takes it seriously. But the guy who put this expedition together has spent 12 years taking it seriously. He was an old professor named DeBranin. He managed to talk the board into a small research grant and use of a ship because of a report in his own neighborhood, mainly the Regina subsector out in the Spinward Marches. Um, This report tells of a starship of markedly unorthodox design, which has been drifting in the Yorbund system for five weeks now, broadcasting an encrypted signal on a restricted military frequency. A curiosity, no doubt, but not exactly much potential for the next big scientific breakthrough. Also, not exactly much potential for pulse-pounding action. Rumor had it that this expedition was nothing more than a bone throw, thrown to an old man for years of loyal service. All right, so this old professor, DeBranon, threw together a team and set out for the coordinates. And if their credentials were questionable, well, so was the mission. Audrey Zale was our linguist. Also, she had a degree in non-human intelligence. She was hired for both those skills. Daryl Fontaine was our visual documentarian. There might have been better technicians out there, but his skill as a chef was his ticket on this expedition. Lily Kent was our cryptologist. A competent scientist, she was more comfortable with machines than people. Her job was to decipher the signal the mystery ship was broadcasting. But if technology failed, De Brannan hoped to achieve communication through telepathy. He'd hired a class 10 scion named John Winderman. And that brings us to now. Making the first sensor contact with the mysterious ship and long range scans are coming in now. And oops, I forgot to mention um they brought Lucy on as a linguist. They brought Eric uh Taz. They brought Taz on as the pilot and engineer. They brought Wesley as a science specialist. And they brought Butterbeard,
1: Butterbeard, Butterbeard.
0: for security. And yeah. Not necessarily anything that might be on the ship, although that's handy too. It's mainly because this old Professor DeBranin doesn't trust all these strangers he had to hire to throw together for this mission, okay? All right. And yes, the name of the ship is the research vessel Miranda Dorlac. By the way, I stole that entire introduction from the old 1987 science fiction flop, Night Flyers here is um, the f- the information that you get on your first scan all right everybody reload the page it should be there yep yeah. and yes there is some corrected information down I below
2: the picture it looks like mm mm-hmm. Mhm a
0: half of the horizon. Now, um, yeah, you've got this sensor information back, and so far the ship is not responding to any hails. Okay? Um, and... We are going to say at the moment it is not broadcasting its mysterious signal. Okay, so <clears throat> you guys are go- uh, get close enough to it to where you can see it, and um, I'm going to post some pictures here. But what you need to know first is what the text says that there are no lights, with the exception of low level red. Showing through the forward lower bank of windows, and there is no sign of life or activity. Now, stand by. There is the ship that you have encountered, and there is no response to hails. You see the description at the top about the lights. There's no signs of life or activity. In that oh, by the way, ignore the person that you see. It's just for scale. Now, here's the thing. As I said, this module came out in the 70s, so there's actually tons of fan artwork out there. And this is a collection of different interpretations of this ship, and you oh. can have your own head cannon. But um, guys, you've just arrived at this mystery ship. What's uh, anybody notice about it or got to say about it?
1: They grow their own food.
2: Yeah, I see uh, <laughs> a little garden.
1: <clears throat> In some of the pictures, it almost looks like there's some kind of sail. and the other ones, it look like an enclosure.
0: Yes, the images that show it as solid. Um, I would ignore that. Um, the scans show that it is a flexible material, like an umbrella that opens. Like the really f- fancy computer graphics looking one w- and it, where it even kind of looks like an umbrella at the front. Or
3: like
0: that solar uh a weapon so he could take it. Uh, Wesley just pointed out these something. might be
1: weapons on the
0: Leslie just they look pointed out like something. Wesley just pointed out something interesting. Say it again.
2: The 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 thing on the front kind of looks like the uh, solar, uh, the solar thing from uh, Tron.
0: The solar sail.
2: Yeah, the solar sail. Hmm. Huh.
1: Well, what the, was that? The thing on the bottom looks like a.
0: He he says that the thing on the front kind of looks like the solar sail in the movie Tron.
1: A solar sail.
2: Yeah, that's where uh, uh, Tron and uh, Flynn go on there to uh, to defeat the uh, whatever it was.
0: Yeah. Um, debrannan says that. Um, he wants you tougher guys to get aboard this thing.
4: Are there hatches that we can...
0: Hang on. I'm, I'm going to post that as soon as I get this figured out. Um, I'm going to add it to the bottom of seeing is believing. That's what scans indicate might be some entry points for you.
1: Okay. So, and who does he want to board?
0: Uh, the four of you.
1: The four of us, okay. Well, I can help everybody back suit because I'm... Or, or are we going to dock directly?
0: You, uh, you tell me. Look at the... Is there a place to dock? How are you guys going to get in this ship? This is the first step of this story.
1: We blow a hole. But we don't have
2: explosives.
1: I think we should try to, I think we should vac suit and try to get in through the port access door. Well, actually, no, maybe the, maybe the keel fin airlock. Because that kind of puts us at the very edge of the ship instead of kind of more in the middle.
4: Do our vac suits have um, propulsion on them? I don't know. I don't think so.
0: Um, If we need them to, then sure, we'll say that they do.
4: Or can our ship dock with
1: it? I think we should try to open the airlock.
4: The port access door?
1: Well now that I think about it more I think the keel fin airlock because then we're at the very edge of the ship and we can kind of do a sweep instead of kind of starting in the middle.
4: Yeah that makes sense.
1: So we should back suit up.
0: And you want to try to come through the keel fin?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we can, since we've only got a few minutes to get this started, we can say that you guys suited up and uh, got some pats on the head by the other people on board the ship, and um, you set out to, uh, to do something that the professor repeatedly tries to assure you that it shouldn't be dangerous. Um, and let's see... There is uh, an iris valve to enter this airlock. Um, And it doesn't say how it would be opened, so... Hmm. I think it's probably safe to assume that there'd be some sort of keyed entry. Okay. Um, Let's see. So, uh, yeah, there's a keypad on the iris.
1: I have electronics, too.
0: All right. So give me... What? A, what? So, so you want me to roll? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me an electronics check. Um, eight or better to succeed. Ten. All right. The iris opens to reveal a small interior chamber, which is obviously an airlock. Um, yeah, so I assume you guys want to go in the airlock and close the door behind you? Yeah. All right. Once the airlock is pressurized, it does allow you to hit the button to open the inner airlock to access the ship. That's right. You're going to have to go up to actually reach the first deck. Oh, No, actually, the first deck is going to be the Bridge deck. So, what I will do is duplicate this page, and then you guys have the Seeing is Believing, and inside Seeing is Believing, you have Decks. And I am now adding... Oops, I almost did. I am now adding the bridge deck, and that's the deck that you come to first. Now, as far as the inside of the ship, yes, it is dark. There is no lights. Um, There is no gravity. And you notice that the doorways are unusually large. The doors that you guys are passing through, they look ideal for someone a good foot taller than you. And I think it's a ladder that takes you up to the bridge deck. The ladder rungs are spaced further than any other ladder you've ever climbed before. And then, yes, you guys are at the bridge deck. So, uh, somebody read what that says at the top. Uh, Anyone? Bridge deck. And then what? Painted
1: on the iris valve at this level is figure one. The valve opens into a short corridor, which further opens into room one. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And you guys saw the name of the ship on the outside of it?
3: Yeah,
4: it's down on the thing, too. Okay,
0: everybody take a look at those pictures again, the outside of the ship. Does anybody see the name on the body of
1: the ship? Oh, look, look. So, actually, the... Left side engine on the outside has one, the right side engine on the inside has a V.
0: And then look at the body of the ship itself.
1: Yeah, it says just the Anak Nova.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So you guys have just emerged onto the bridge deck. And um, I, we're just going to have to wait to find out what happens next, because that's it. That's 5 o'clock. All right. So we have dipped our toe into this. You can see that this ship has multiple, multiple decks, and they are all very large. And we will spend at least a couple of sessions exploring this ship, figuring out what it is, where it came from, what you guys could do about it. Um, not to mention, uh, there's the cryptologist that can begin working on the alien signal. Um, there's the linguist who can try to s- uh, see if she can make any sense of these things, etc. All right, well, I thank every single one of you. Thank th- you <clears throat> okay, uh, high fives uh, to the screen. I appreciate every single one of you at the table, and I'm really looking forward to this story. I've, I've read through it multiple times, and there's some very cool stuff in it. All right, good. And I think I've even got right there on the front page a couple of the updates we're gonna briefly discuss. Yes, um, don't click on these links yet, but um, there's an equipment link down below where you can see the vac suits that you guys are gonna be wearing, um, are wearing, however you wanna state that. And the main Aniknova page now has a better deck graphic and all deck maps. So here's what we're gonna say. We're gonna say that Taz, T-A-Z, do I have that right? Yep. Yes, that Taz Taz did some detailed scans and managed to come up with deck maps for all the decks, even though they don't have all the information on it. (coughs) But um, those will be accessible to you when we kick this thing off. Now, I got a couple of things I need to cover real quick. We're going to say... Um, That the professor sent the experienced spacers over first to run a tether between the two ships like they did in 2010. In the movie oh, yeah. 2010. So your one of your initial jobs is going to be running this tether between the two ships that the other people can come across. Because they don't even know how to put a VAC suit on, let alone can they be trusted to use their thruster to go from one ship to another without killing themselves. So you guys are going to go over there and make sure it's safe. Um, and you will run a tether to the other ship. There are a total of six suits, Vex suits on this ship, so the four of you are going to be wearing four of them, obviously. Um, I also wanted to bring up that... uh, I mentioned it, but I didn't really drive the point home last time, that this ship is in zero-G. You guys are not walking around. You're, like, trying to find something to hold on to to move in uh, to move down the hallway, you know, so we are talking zero G, all right. Yeah. That's also an important thing to keep in mind when it comes to, um, you know, discharging a firearm. Um, you will go flying, so you got to make sure you're anchored, okay. Um, and yeah, I was figuring you guys probably have flashlights, um, Maybe. to find your way around at first, so. <laughs> Well, I'm not even going to say that yet. But yeah, I would think you guys have flashlights. Here in a minute, we're going to look at the back suits and see if they have any kind of built-in light. Um, but before we get to that, I wanted to... I, I think we jumped in way too fast because we were in such a hurry to get... or I was in such a hurry to get the story started. I think we need to start with a little bit of what do you know so far? And I would invite everyone to go look at the pictures of the ship and discuss what it is that you know so far, because there's a big mystery here going on. So we've crawled through space. We've we've spent a week in jump. We've arrived at this ship. The mysterious broadcast is not going right now. Um, I can start off with a leading question. Uh, Does it have a jump drive?
1: Yeah. Uh, the description says it has at least a jump drive of two.
2: Yeah,
1: two
0: jump drives. Um, actually that says it has at least two jump drives.
1: That's oh, at uh... at least two jump drives. Yeah. We should maybe try to disable them. So, they're named differently, or at least there's different things on either side.
3: Well, it seems like the main thing that their name is Anik Nova. But some of them
1: have different like numbers or something. The, the left engine is named one, and the other one is
3: or five.
1: I, if they don't use Roman numerals, and the right one is V, or five. They have a they have, they have two turrets.
3: They have a like, a sail, and then an observation dome Seems like they grow their own food. <laughs> yeah, there's a
2: garden.
0: Anybody have any theories about what this mysterious signal is? The story goes that this ship appears in various places and stays for days, although this time they say the ship has been there for five weeks. um, And all they've been able to tell you is, at the moment, it's not making the broadcast. Does anybody have just any first impressions of what uh, this broadcast might be in a language that nobody knows? Usually on a restricted frequency. Just some 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 guesses.
1: Maybe the ship is programmed to look for somebody or something, and it's found it, and okay. it's no longer oh, that's signaling. A, that's an interesting idea.
2: Or, or like it's, it's like. It's like choosing the ships that like, like, that are like, or like close to the ship.
0: Oh, you mean like
3: it's like it signals ships that it sees pass? Mm Mm-hmm. It could be something for like criminals who try to, I don't know, steal something, some kind of signal.
0: All right, well, how about we move on to those debt plans then? Needless to say, you guys have no idea what's up with this ship. You have no idea if it's broke, if it ain't broke, if there's people on board. I think we did say, yeah, looking at it from the outside, there are no signs of life is all, I think, all the information you've gotten so far. As far as scanning the ship for life, I didn't see that anywhere in the module, so I'm going to assume you guys don't have that capability.
3: Maybe sometime we should try disabling something so that they can't move anywhere, so that they don't escape.
1: Mm-hmm. But, uh, we don't understand the controls though. Um, even though they're straightforward. I, if the buttons have the language we don't understand, is that correct?
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, and um, we'll get into it more once you're on board the ship, but what you would know once you've been on the bridge is that it. It doesn't just look foreign; it looks alien. It, the The inside of the ship doesn't look like any kind of ship you've ever been inside. Um, and yeah, the scans also indicate that those structures on the rear top of the ship are appear to be maneuver drives. They are not
1: jump engines.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the jump engines must be in the the sail.
3: Or, can you go down? There is this thing here. And then if you go down more to number 6, you can kind of see a better view on that. Or is that where
1: we entered? It also looks like there's, on on 7, that there's two other potential engines behind the sail. Also, number five looks like that.
2: Yeah, a lot turrets.
1: You're saying five
0: on the engineering deck map?
1: On the, no, on yeah, the picture page. Um, number four, you
3: can kind of see something, too. Okay, all right.
1: Yeah, and on the engineering deck, it also looks like one and three. Oh, they actually say they, that's what they are.
0: Oh, jeez, so they do. <laughs> Well, if I meant it in the, if I left it in there, I must have had a good reason. <laughs> so, yeah, you've found your jump drive pods. Well, perhaps we should uh, resume here at the um, bridge deck. Mm-hmm. Where you guys had uh, come in. Oh, we never did take a look at the back suits, did we? So, Coronavirus Traveler, and then there's an equipment link. And right now there's only one entry under equipment, the Vax suits. So you guys have a look at those, and again, those are straight out of the book. So you guys will be able to speak to one another with the communicators built into the suits, and the professor, who is very eager to get onto the ship, will, of course, be calling in and pestering you quite frequently. I, uh, I'll i be playing that part. <laughs> Once you guys are done reading up on that, so we're all on the same page, so to speak, get back over yeah. to the bridge deck, and um, we'll find out what happens next.
1: So, th- I remember that the ceilings were too tall. Are the chairs too tall?
0: Yeah, everything looks big. It's like it's designed for somebody who's a good foot taller than you are. All right, if we are all on the bridge deck, um you guys had let's see, I think you'd actually made it into the actual bridge room, room one there, correct mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Okay, and I will remind you of the description that's in the book about it. The control room air, uh, the control room is a spacious area containing a long control panel against the forward wall under a row of windows, so you guys can see out the windows on the bridge. Five acceleration couches are centered in the area, two to each flank, and one slightly raised on the center line of the ship, obviously for the pilot or captain. No, scroll up, dude. I'm walking you to the picture. Oh, is that actually printed yeah. there? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually printed. Okay, right. good. The controls for the bridge are arranged in a reasonably straightforward manner. There is no evidence of maneuver controls or readouts at all. Only a dual set of jump controls. Hmm. So isn't that interesting? So you guys are in a black room. You all have, I guess, handheld flashlights. Did anybody see a light built into the vac suit? No. 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 So, okay, you're going to need one hand for a flashlight. You're going to need a hand to hold on to the rail, or whatever you can find to hold on to. You're going to... So that's already two hands right there. You guys are in... Could we co- holding on to
3: something
0: with our feet? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm sure that can be managed at times. Um if you can manage to get your foot in something. So here you are in the bridge. Everything is black and, um, let's see, if you've been inside the ship five minutes, that's about time for the professor to call in and say, so guys, is it all clear? Are you about to run the tether or what? let
1: um, to say we haven't cleared the ship yet. We're only, we've only cleared one room of one deck.
0: Okay, well, what's... It, what's This, this is exciting. What's it look like in there?
2: Well, it's, it's definitely like dark in here. Okay.
0: Yeah. Any chance of getting the power on anytime soon? Mm, We're working on that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you check in as soon as you got something for me.
1: I think we should explore the other rooms. There's four of us, we can each go into one of the other rooms.
3: Yeah...
1: I'll go into room 5.
3: We
4: should um, I'll go into room 2. I'll,
3: I'll go into room 4. I'll go into room 3. I'll go into room 5. We should
4: Um... I'll go into room 2. I'll, I'll go. go into room 4.
2: I'll go into room 3. Okay. Pull
0: up my copy of the bridge deck. All right, so you guys are all splitting up. Mm -hmm. So time to find out which one of you dies first. (laughs) No, maybe not yet. All right, Um, one at a time. Who went into what?
1: I went into five.
0: I went into four. Hold on, one at a time. All righty, and yeah, I should have warned you guys, um, you're going to be wanting to take notes. Um, and I would think it wouldn't even be a bad idea if, uh, you wanted to, at the first bio break, print these deck maps out, Eric, so that you guys can ride on them, okay? Okay. All right, room number five. This room compare, uh, contains a pair of bunks, clean and made up, and simple toilet facilities. All right. Somebody else tell me what room number they're in. Two. I was in room 4. Alright, Tara spoke first. So, 2. Um... Nearly all of the available space in this room is taken up by computer equipment of large bulk and requiring heavy cooling arrangements. A maintenance console for the computer is present in this room, but five other consoles similar in construction are installed on the bridge control panel. Um, Vlad, you said four?
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this is an office. It contains a desk, a computer terminal, and several drawers of paper covered with more indecipherable symbols. And then finally was three. Yeah. All right. So three. This room is filled with a wide variety of detection and communication instruments.
3: So in the office room there was a computer,
0: right? Um. Yes, a desk, a computer terminal, and several drawers of paper covered with indecipherable symbols.
3: Mm-hmm. Try going
0: on the computer to see if I can find anything. Okay, the computer is off because all the power is out on this ship.
4: And baby doll, what uh, room do you are you in? I'm in room two, the computer equipment. Oh, yeah. Okay. I want to run an EM scan. An EM
0: scan with your new EM scanner thingy, huh? All right. Um, well, let's see. Or EM probe. Yeah, EM probe. Um, and do you know what you are
4: hoping to discover? A source of power. Okay. All right. Or is anything emitting EM?
0: Yeah, no. Everything is off.
4: There is, there is no
0: power. Um, I guess your EM readings would show that there's power running to a couple of, um, well, that's true. It said the only lights were visible in the forward, well, but you're in the forward section. So, okay, I'll say there's a couple of orange emergency lights that are on. And you can see that there's power going to them through the walls, but that's can it. Can
4: I follow the power through the walls? Ah, interesting point.
0: Um, let me look at the ship again.
4: like to see if it leads to any kind of um, yeah. secondary power.
0: That's a good point. It's a very good idea. I think that yes you could you could follow the power conduits um and they would lead you like you know it would be hard to tell where they're going when you're just in one room
4: um well i mean like i mean i don't know how power conduits run, but like if it runs along the wall and maybe it goes into the other one of the other rooms
0: uh oh From what I am seeing, the best that you could determine would be that yeah, since the bridge is at the bottom, it's the bottom deck of the ship, you can see that the power source is up from you and toward the center of the ship. Okay. Does anybody else have a burning question before we buy a break? Okay, buy a break then. And Eric, yeah, um, unless you got a better system, you could print out those deck maps so you guys can scribble on them. I am going to print out some deck maps for our end here. All right, we're all back. Yep. All right, I'm rolling the timer. Okay, I'm going to radio to the other three. um...
4: that I'm following a power conduit, and it seems to go up to the, up to a different deck. Okay. All right,
0: and the professor will say, so does that mean you guys are just about ready to run
4: the tether so we can get aboard? Uh, no, not yet. We still need to restore power to the ship.
0: Um, I don't care about power, I I just, I just want to get aboard as soon as I, as soon as we know that it's safe.
1: We'd like to clear the other decks first.
0: All right, now there's only a couple of those, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, well you guys let me know as soon as you've found something. Okay. And you know what, I meant to have the documentarian with you guys and I forgot all about it, so we'll just say that's part of why the Professor is chomping at the bit so much is because none of this is getting filmed. Um, okay. Uh, Lucy says that she wants to go up a deck.
1: hmm Yeah, I'm. I'm ready to go up too. Me too. Okay.
0: All right. So, how do you guys get up to the next deck?
1: Isn't that a, a list?
4: It's it's a there's list
2: to... Yeah, there's. This
0: little lift right here. That lift takes you to the next deck?
1: Mm-hmm. It like it puts us in the center of the next deck.
4: Okay. Let's see. Oh, does the lift have power?
0: That is an excellent point. I would think no.
1: Then we'd have to take the hatch.
0: Yeah, it does say there's a hatch. And right now, since it's zero G, that's really not a problem. You can just could yeah. catch Go Lucy. Um, and yes, we will assume that the hatches um, we will say that the hatches do have power that that's part of emergency power and that you okay. that you guys uh, emerge on the living deck there in the center. So I
1: think we should start going room to room. Yeah. Maybe start with the things we don't know. So I'll so, go to one. Okay. Let's see here. So Larry,
4: and I'll go over to three and two. When oh, you hold get it!
0: There, um, there was uh, something to read at the top of this page first.
2: Painted on the iris valve at this level is the figure five.
3: Uh huh. That's the one we saw on the edge of that. Well, there's one on the edge of... One of the maneuvering forsters.
0: Um. So, yeah, one, it's not really a thing you enter. This is a big open area. It's a bar lounge sort of thing. Um, The lounge is spacious and carpeted. And several comfortable chairs are scattered about in small, t- uh, scattered about small tables. Um, on the wall to starboard is a bar, while to port is a floor-to-ceiling visor screen. Um, each side wall has a hallway leading off laterally. The bar is well stocked with liquors, most having indecipherable labels. Um, let's. See. See And so yeah, when I'm, it says visor screen, it means like a, a TV, a visa screen.
3: So on like some of the cups or do or whatever. C- can we see if there's any DNA left?
0: Do you have something for collecting DNA? Does anybody? I do. Oh so you do.
4: Mm-hmm. What do you have, Lucy? Well, I have a forensics toolkit. Wow. <laughs>
2: Nice. Okay,
0: this is good. Um, How about if there is a large broken glass on the floor? So if you want to do your DNA collection, um, you could do that. So how about right now you guys have not split up? You're all here in the bar lounge. Is that fair?
4: Yeah. Yeah
0: um what does this device of yours do uh
4: let
0: me look okay.
2: Okay. Probably like
0: while thing. she's looking up how to operate while she rtFms about her uh, her DNA collect, uh, or forensics kit, um, what what else might somebody be checking out in this bar lounge area
3: mm-hmm. I might be looking for a... Marks or signs of, life, like if there's any, like if there's any footprints maybe on or, or the carpet that, leftover or blood or some scratch marks.
2: Hmm,
0: that's an interesting point. Do you have any kind of investigation or anything, any kind of scale like that, huh? To skill? Uh, let me see
4: here. This
3: book
0: doesn't actually. I don't know. Streetwise does that count? Uh, say again. Vladik? I wise, does that count? Streetwise? Nah. Um So I'll just say that you it's definitely been lived in. The it's not like it's brand new carpet, but it's clean. It's not like there's spilled drinks or any of that, um, I would say there's probably no... She's a
3: detective. She could probably find some.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But as for you, I would say all you can tell is that it, it has been lived in. Now, was somebody last here two hours ago or two years ago? You can't tell. So you don't have details?
4: No, it just says these kits contain diagnostic sensors, hand tools, computer analysis programs, and spare parts.
0: Okay, well, fine, fair enough. Um,
4: so can I scan it for a fingerprint?
0: Um, I will uh, not require a roll, and I will say that, yes, there is a fingerprint on, on one of the broken pieces. Um, and yes, there is DNA. And both of them uh, are definitely human. It's a human fingerprint and human
4: DNA.
3: We should probably tell the professor.
4: I think we should just wait until we have more...
2: Information.
4: Information, like if anybody's still on
3: this ship. Uh, Maybe we should uh, look at some other places to see if there's any other... um, Well, any other signs of something, besides humans.
0: Okay. So, um, is somebody going to wander off and somebody stay here? Or, how are you guys doing this?
4: Maybe we should just split up so that way we can see,
3: make sure there's nobody on the ship. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should have two people go, go down, kind of towards two, one person down two or three, another person to six and seven. The other two people, kind of down
1: into the well, other you can rooms. do Four, five, and
3: eight, nine—they're all off the same hallway. Yeah, so that um, we don't miss anything,
1: really.
0: Who's going where? Who's doing what?
1: I'll go to six and seven.
0: All right, one at a time. Um, I go to four and five. All right, one at a time. So, Eric, you say you're going to six. You're going to start with six. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's start with six.
2: Behind
0: door number six. <sighs> oh, see, Vlad, you should have been the one looking here because it answers one of your questions. The, the interior of this room, and it's a state room, by the way. It's got a bed, etc. The interior of this room has been charred black, as if by flame, possibly even a plasma gun. And nothing remains of its original furnishings. So I take that back. There's no bed or anything in that room. That is stateroom E is room six. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even show a bed or anything in it. So, nice. Oh, yeah. So, yes, this room has been uh, burned to a crisp, apparently.
2: Well, somebody.
0: Somebody else tell me a room they're going into. Uh, I well, think he
4: was going to seven, too. Yeah, I know. We're doing one at a
0: time. Vlad, doing, uh, Vlad, you said you wanted to go into room four?
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Room four. Stateroom C. Um, this room is larger and contains a double bed rather than bunk beds. I guess that's what's in the others. Um, and personal... Whoa, hold it. Yes, this room is bigger and contains a double bed rather than bunks.
3: Is there anything else?
0: Um, well, there's the bed, there's a dresser, I guess. Do we Water see any room?
1: indications? On Looks a... like there's either a closet or a right. bathroom.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 It doesn't mention that. So we'll assume that it's a water closet of some kind, and then yeah, I guess that little item there is a dresser. And it's a chair. Oh. Oh yeah,
2: you can see. Is the, the dresser
0: chair. empty? Um No. When Vlad, what's your character's name? Butterbeard. Butterbeard, right. Um when Butterbeard gets nosy and peeks into the dresser. There are personal effects for both male and female individuals.
2: So like a husband or a wife?
3: And they're human sized, right?
0: Well, it doesn't say. So let's say no, they're bigger. These are big clothes. When you hold it up, it's like, here's a shirt, you know? Are you guys, uh, did you say you're going two by two, or did everybody split up again? We split up. All right, then somebody else. All right. Three, stateroom B. And it says, this this small room is obviously sleeping quarters, contains a bunk, a fold-out desk, several drawers, mirror, and reclining chairs. So that must be the description for all of them. Um, so, yes, yeah, sleeping quarters, bunk, fold-out desk,
4: drawers, mirror, reclining chair. I'll look in the desk and in the drawers.
0: Okay, there is nothing in there.
2: Oh. Hmm.
4: Where are you going, Wes?
2: I'm going to... Uh,
4: Ronan. Ronan. Where are you going, Ronan? Um
2: uh, I'm going to, uh, nine and ten. One at a time. All right, no, I
0: All right, Stateroom H. Taped to the door is a crayon drawing of a coiled snake. The the door's locking mechanism seems broken, but it is somehow jammed from the inside.
1: Let's force it open. Yeah. Kick it in.
0: Alright, who wants to do that and how? Guns drawn. Oh, you're going to fire a weapon at it? No. Oh, oh guns drawn just in
4: case. In case there's somebody in there.
0: Alright, how is somebody going to force this open?
1: How wide is the hallway?
0: It's uh, not I have no idea. It doesn't tell
4: me. Five feet, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, if it's a square and they're doing things D and D style, then it's. Oh, wait a minute. There's a scale right there. Um, it says that. It looks to me like one square is one and a half meters.
1: So one and a half meters. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to have a horizontal orientation. Put my hands on the wall of the, across from nine, and then try to kick the door. Uh,
2: like a, grab onto a, a pole. Okay. Um, um
0: alright, why don't you give me a roll for that, and tell me what you're going to use to modify
3: that roll. What a big strip.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't maybe know. Maybe you
3: shouldn't do that. Does, doesn't uh, Ronan have some kind of. Doesn't he have a plus one for strength? Yeah. Maybe Ronan should do that, because. I like, have a top
1: minus top. one for strength. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I
3: feel like
0: Alright, well. I do I do will, trades. I'm going to set a difficulty um, of
1: 10. Alright. Six. Okay. I have a minus one
0: for strength. Oh. So you uh, failed to get that door open.
1: Would a
4: stun stick send out a high enough pulse to... We um, could have two of, the of us try together. Or what type
1: of...
3: I'm what is the material class. of the door? Is it That's, metal or wood? I'm
0: actually looking that up right now because I think it said that anything is not specified should assume to be a hatch. Um, hinged, solid, airtight doors. Wait a minute, this says doors. Any doorway not a valve or a hatch is a sliding door. So it's actually a sliding door.
3: What material is
0: it made out of? Uh, we'll go with metal. Yeah. Some kind of alien metal.
4: But it wouldn't be a kind of airlock?
0: Um, these are not airtight oh. and easily visible as such. Why you're going to have any door on a spaceship that is not airtight is beyond me, but I didn't write this, so...
3: Are there keyholes? It's oh, the... go cycle it.
0: Um... There is definitely some kind of locking mechanism. Um, is it a key lock? Probably not. Probably probably not. I don't know. I'll take the first good suggestion of how these doors are open. I mean, I guess it would have to be
4: a button.
0: And therefore, with no what was power... was that last
4: part? Yeah, if there's no power, I couldn't even use my little wafer jack.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like power is a big problem. Um, so let's see. I would assume that every ship or every door that opens with only a, a keypad or a button or whatever would also have a manual way to do it. And I know in a lot of stuff I've seen that's usually some kind of turn crank or something. Like you open up a panel off to the side and you can just, you know, crank it open. So we will say that that's what you guys have been doing. And on this one, it definitely gives. It's not locked. Um, however, it's jammed. It's not moving.
2: Like something is blocking
0: it. Like something is blocking it.
3: We have some explosives. We could try to block it up. Well, maybe we
1: should check the rest of the ship
3: first. Well, and I want well, to do an EM probe
4: on this deck to see if there's... Uh, power source
0: up here. Alrighty. Um, Well, your EM probe would show the same as before, that you've got, you know, these lights, um, and if you follow the source, uh, you'd surely be getting the feeling by now that it's heading up to engineering. Oh,
4: okay.
0: That engineering is the source of all the power on the ship. (laughs)
4: And I don't know if I want to go into a room okay. with a drawing. Well, I'm willing to. Oh gosh! I hope it's not a
2: big snake.
4: Well,
0: what do you guys think about what this drawing? What might the drawing
1: mean? Doesn't mean anything. It garbled. The stuff for the last few things I said was garbled.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm. Uh, I'm bringing up. What do you guys make of this drawing? It's a child's yeah. crayon drawing.
2: Probably means, like, danger of, like, something in there. And so they, like, blocked it so nobody could open it and get, dang- uh, get in danger. There's a no giant
0: <laughs> What was
3: that blood? There's a giant snake inside. Oh, I think in room four, the clothes that might have, like, hairs or something.
0: Oh, like for—for for DNA or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting point.
3: I think. To see if there's maybe different species or if at some point there are humans and then at the other point there's something else.
0: And what clothes are you referring to? The ones in the dresser. In, the, uh, In yeah, I mean the what room. what room? Four. 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 Um, okay. Uh, oh, I thought that's where Wesley was. No,
2: I went to nine? nine.
0: He's at nine, right? Vlad is at four. Okay. I mean, sure. If you want to search through those clothes, I'd be willing to say you found some uh, strands of hair. Ooh,
2: hair's you could. Good.
0: Hand them over to Lucy for analysis when you guys reunite.
2: Okay.
3: I'll go to room
0: five. Okay. That's got four beds in it. Five is stateroom D. And stateroom D says, In this room, the most obvious feature is the presence of the four small beds along the walls. Several small pieces of furniture are scattered about, and a lot of clothing is strewn in disorder. Um, aside from a small, uh, a few small toys, there is nothing else of interest. Uh, oh, it says there's nothing of value here. Okay. Aside from the few small toys, are they implying that the small toys have value? Um, let's see. And there's only one person in this room, right? Just Butterbeard?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll
1: go to room seven.
0: Okay. Room seven. Stateroom F. Um. Okay, this small room, obviously sleeping quarters, contains a bunk, fold out desk, several drawers, mirror, reclining chair. Um, But it has a lived in look. Um, There is a full length mirror on the wall. Um, And that's it at a glance.
1: Can I investigate further then? Sure, yeah. So, are there... Is there anything left behind? Any items? Personal items? Tell me where you want to look. Uh, I'll start with the drawers.
0: Okay, in the top drawer is a box.
1: Hmm. What could be in the box? What's in the box?
0: Several rings mounted with gemstones. Um, looking at them, you would guess that each of them are worth about 500 credits.
1: Should take them. What else is there?
0: Uh, let's see. The bunk, the fold-out desk, several drawers, mirror, and reclining
1: chair. I'll, I'll look in the rest of the drawers.
0: Um, nothing else is there.
1: In the cushions of the reclining chair?
0: Uh, no, nothing in the cushions of the reclining chair.
1: In the bed? Be more specific. Just, like, pull under up the, the sheets. Bed. Or under the mattress. Under the mattress, under the bed. Under,
0: under the bed. mattress is an envelope mm-hmm. containing several bills. Could very well be money. um And... They have markings that I am going to share, as soon as I can figure out where to put them. So yes, um, uh, this is some of the stuff made by um, a guy who shared some of his materials when he ran this story. Um, If you reload your page on living Living Deck... That is the markings on the bills that you found under the mattress.
1: How about in the, in the pillow?
0: There is nothing in the pillow.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm. Um, and again, I doubt that's what they're supposed to literally look like. I think he was just trying to depict what symbols were on the bills. Mm-hmm.
1: Are we going to take the reins? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not the thief. <laughs> I'm an honorable stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: Alright, we got a minute and a half. Who's got something?
4: Can I try to decipher what those symbols mean? Um... Yes, give
0: me a linguistics roll. You can, I would think you could add intelligence or education to it.
4: I'll add education. So that'll give me a plus three. All right. Ten. Eleven.
0: Eleven. All right. Well, you can't help but notice. That the one, the I, the N, the O, those are all used in the name of the ship printed on the side of it. But that that one that kind of looks like an L on its side is not, uh, is not in the name. So you at least have a match. Whatever that might be worth. Now, I'm going to notify all of you, every time that Lucy does a linguistics role, I am going to make my own secret mark and track how many times she's done that, and eventually she will make a discovery. Similar to the um, lab research minigame in Dulos. This is a little something I've added myself. But uh, there's the bio break, so um, we're going to break there. All right, we're all back. I'm starting the timer.
1: I'm in the... <laughs> I don't know if people want to search the rooms they've been in more carefully.
3: Yeah, I'm to do that in room five, which I was in.
0: No, that was everything.
3: Okay, can I look at four more carefully? All right. Um, uh, so,
0: strangely enough... When you leave this room, a small robot-like device um, starts following you around wherever you go. The It is about 300 millimeters high. Boy, that's helpful. Somebody, uh... 11 inches. Okay, 11,
4: 11 inches. inches. Actually, 12 inches. The little, the
0: little robot is so about a foot high. It is cylindrical. And it's emitting small peeping noises while an electric blue spark wanders around its head, or around the top. And, yes, it begins following Vlad around. Um, And, yes, as it gets closer than one meter to you, that's about three feet, the sparks above its head get more violent, whatever that means. So he said he wants to put the call out to everybody to come and check out the robot. Who's going? I'll go. Okay.
4: I'll does it have some kind of port that I can do?
0: I just, I... Uh, It does not mention it having a port. Eric, what were you going to say?
1: I want to take the mirror off the wall, number
0: seven. Oh, all right. Well, then, uh, so you are not going to go investigate the robot is what you're saying. Not not yet. Okay. So, the three of you are observing the robot now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Yes, it doesn't seem to do anything except have the, the beeping noises, the sparks above its head, and it is following Vlad
3: around. It's Butterbeard,
0: actually. Oh, sorry, sorry, Butterbeard. So... Can we try to destroy it? Can we destroy it? How do you want to try to destroy it? Uh,
3: I don't know. Shoot it, maybe?
0: And, um, so you're just
3: going to... Actually, how about we capture it? Like, grab it? Um, we don't have any containers, right?
0: No? No? Um, But sure, you can grab it and pick it up, and it just beeps, and it's got the little sparks above its top. It doesn't seem to do anything else. Uh, While they're looking at that, let's go ahead and check back... Oh, yes?
4: Well, this, for the wafer jacket, says I can access the expert program by thought alone. So can I somehow, like tell my implant to try to interface with it?
0: With the robot? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just so you guys know, I didn't look up any of the stuff that you bought. I'm counting on you to know what you have and how to use it. So that being said, I don't know. I'm I'm willing to do things according to your interpretation of what it says in the book. You tell me what you want to try, and I'll tell you what your success or failure was, or we'll have you roll on it. If you feel that it's something that you can wirelessly connect with something... That's what
4: I'm reading, but I don't... That's the way I'm interpreting it, but I I don't know. Okay. Um, You know
0: what? Why don't you decide what kind of role you could give me?
4: Well, it says intelligence or education. Pick one. Education, since it's... uh, Okay,
0: and don't you have some sort of uh, scale that might apply? But okay. no,
4: I don't. All right,
0: well, give me a roll, and we'll see what you determine from this connection with this little robot. Twelve. Twelve. All right, well, you can't access any way to control it. Um, however...
4: Well, I mean, just like a basic scan no, of yeah. what it does.
0: Um, so. Yes, it is very simplistic, both mechanically and electrically. Um, give me another intelligence check.
4: Eleven. Eleven? Oh, no. Ten. Intel- education or intelligence? I don't care. Then eleven. Eleven.
0: All right, Eleven, you, um, yes, you deduce that this is a very simplistic mechanism, um, and you found it in a child's room. You're thinking, it's just a toy. But you cannot be conclusive about that. But yes, with as simplistic as it is, it has no sensors, it doesn't really seem to have advanced... um, like uh, artificial intelligence or anything. It could just be a toy. Okay. Now, Eric, I'm sorry. Uh, Taz, in room seven, with the lead pipe. Uh Oh, wait a minute, wrong game. State room (laughs) F. um,
1: With the dagger. You (laughs) have a dagger.
0: Uh (laughs) Um, This room is much like state room B. So let's go up to B.
4: I have haven't.
0: Oh, yes, I did. Um, And stateroom B, it tells me this small room is similar to stateroom A. Come on, guys. So let's see. Stateroom A is one of the ones with the bunk, the fold-out desk, the several drawers, the mirror, and the reclining chair. And then B uh, contributes to that. No, no, it doesn't. So back down to F. The full-length mirror is cracked. And you said you want to take the mirror off the wall. What a bizarre thing to say. I never thought anybody would actually try that. Because, <laughs> yes, there is something behind the mirror. Um, let's see. The area behind the mirror is found to be empty... Something having been removed. And I won't tell you what that something is. Um, And I think it's talking about the room when it says, This area is now used for storage and contains several cartons of books with garish covers. In addition, a map with a chip installed for a specific world. That world is Victoria. Victoria.
1: Wait, so so that last part again, You got a little garbled.
0: This area, assuming the room, is now used for storage and contains several cartons of books with garish covers. In addition, a map box with a chip installed for the world of Victoria. And he's
1: in... Was that Victoria that... That that is, good.
0: Yes, it is a map box with a chip installed for the world of Victoria. And what were you asking? And that's room
4: 7? Oh,
0: okay. uh, yeah. Yes, stateroom F.
1: Yes. So now, check behind the mirrors.
0: Now, let me remind you guys, if you want to know something about Victoria, all you got to do is go to Traveler Map and punch in Victoria.
3: There are four, wait, one, two, three, four, five, Victoria maps. Are there really? One, two, three, four, five, what?
4: Victoria maps.
0: Oh, he's looking at traveler maps. I'm looking at stairs. I'm trying to
3: explain what we know already.
0: This is the one in the lamp subsector of the spinward marches.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. (sighs) And where are we? Uh,
0: um... Is it Yornub?
2: Or... It was some... name... No,
0: nope, it was not... It's a restricted travel zone. Oh, interesting. I
3: didn't even notice that. Its population is 10 million. Look at him go. Um, let me look at the culture. It's a forbidden ancient site.
2: Nobility as a knight, mark
3: as a dwarf to gas planets for the world's one-plantoid belt.
0: Your bond
3: is where you guys are right now.
0: Your bond bond b-u-n-d.
3: In allegiance, it says third imperium and domain of Deneb.
0: Yes, you guys are in the Third Imperium. That they're the good guys, and you guys are uh, allied with them.
4: We're way, way far from there. Oh, are
0: you? I was trying to do it. Yeah. It's still spinward marches. Yeah, that's Wait, a big place, you, though.
3: Out. Well, which one is it in? It's right here. Lanth, so that's what is Regina. Regina. so where's Lanth? Lanth. Scroll out to Lanth, so you can see Lanth. Oh,
1: it's over here. So it's like, it's, it's like on the other side of the sector to the south. Got it.
3: Do you have any idea in the locations of where this ship has also been in different places?
0: Um... um who are you asking? No, you don't know off the top of your head, no. There might be somebody you can ask.
1: We could ask the professor.
0: Do you want to... Well, you know what? I'll, I'll just go ahead and hand that to you because it is part of the setup. Uh, according to the professor, over the last 12 years of research in this, he believes that he has discovered the path that this not only is this ship real, it's not just a myth, but he thinks he can trace the path of where it's been traveling, and it goes off all of the maps. He cannot find the origin point of this ship, but he does believe, by collecting all the various stories about it, he does believe that he's able to, to figure out the flight path of this ship thus far.
1: And what, is, what
0: does that flight path look like? Um, kind of doesn't matter except to say, I mean, there's no way I can represent it for you guys, but it uh, goes as far as human beings have mapped. That it's, it's come from some place that none of us are familiar with. I mean, it might not just be from a different system. It might be from another galaxy.
1: I would like to check out another room.
4: Okay. Well, and I need to check out room two. Okay.
0: Room two, stateroom A. Let's see. Stateroom A, the small room. This small room is obviously sleeping quarters, contains a bunk, fold-out desk, several drawers, mirror, reclining chair.
4: Well, I'll look behind the mirror. Okay.
0: Um Yes, you, you find a latch and remove the mirror from the wall, and behind it is some sort of device embedded into the wall.
4: Does it have power? Nope. And there's no way, is there a way to get it off of the wall?
0: Well, the other one was removed, so um, I would think there's got to be a way. Or is there a
4: port on it?
0: Uh, no. No. Um... Hmm... I mean, if you want to try to remove it, we could probably come up with some kind of roll.
4: No, I, I'm, I'm good with leaving it there. Something bad might happen.
0: Okay. Eric, uh, Taz, I swore I left you hanging. Was there something you said you wanted to do?
1: 7. I want to go to a different
0: room, though. Okay. Well, while you decide that, it occurs to, to me...
1: Eight.
0: Hang on. It occurs to me we haven't heard from Leslie in a while. What's going on with Ronan?
4: Well, is there anything else <clears throat> in room 2? Nope.
2: Um, uh, I'll go to uh, room 8.
0: Is that the one you just said you wanted, Taz?
1: I, I can go back. To room 6 and check it more
2: carefully.
0: Alright, then we'll let Ronan have room 8, stateroom G. Um, okay. Uh, this room is much like the other small staterooms but contains two bunks rather than a double bed.
2: Yeah, I'll go check the mirror.
0: Okay. Um, if you remove the mirror from the wall, you will find the same device embedded in the wall that Lucy found, but that Taz did not find.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna uh, leave it there so, like, if something bad happened.
3: Okay. Um, Can I try to look in room 4 more carefully?
0: Room 4, stateroom C. The room is larger, contains a double bed rather than bunks and you found, you opened the drawers, found the personal effects for both male and female um, and there is nothing else in this room. Sure, the mirror is there, sure, if you get it off the
3: wall there is that same device Here's
0: embedded in the I wall. I'm to
3: look, try to look at, I'm going to look at the, the device more carefully, look it at it. you be a dead
0: man. Okay. Well, it actually gives me no description of the advice or of the device. Um, let me look it up and just be sure. Um, yeah, it gives me no description. So, I guess we'll just have to say it's more or less featureless. Maybe it has a couple of uh, lights that are darkened um, because there's no power. It doesn't tell me anything.
3: Okay. Yeah, I would like to check room one more carefully. Okay. Aren't there cupboards there and stuff? Room
0: one, you mean the bar lounge? Yeah. All right, and you asked if there's what? If there's cupboards. Well, let's see here. Uh, lounge is spacious and carpeted, several comfortable chairs, small tables. Uh... There is a floor-to-ceiling visor screen. Um, the bar is well stocked. It does not mention cupboards. Um, so I assume the bottles of liquor are sitting on shelves. No, I don't see any mention. the uh, screen? The screen is embedded in the wall. And again, it's, um, Can we turn on the
4: screen? There's no power.
0: Um, yeah, there is no
3: power. Maybe we should look behind the bottles of the, the shelves.
0: Well, um, as far as <coughs> looking at the shelves, the bar is well-stocked with liquors. Um... Most having indecipherable labels. Um, um, yeah, there's not really much else that I can tell you.
1: We should maybe have Lucy try to translate them.
0: Okay. Um, let's and see. And maybe
1: the books? Oh, yeah, oh, the geez. books. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, well, you know, we've still got the same situation, that it's all uh, just meaningless to you. If you want to give a roll and it comes out really good, I might be able to give you a hint.
4: Okay. And I used Intel or Education, right? Whatever you think. Oh, language is, yeah, so plus three. Twelve.
0: Um, okay. Let's see. From what you've deduced so far, you come to the conclusion that these are dates you're looking at. And therefore, you're closer to identifying what are numbers and what are letters. You're beginning to get a handle on what the numbers are. All right. And you know what? Uh, Let's say that while you are looking over these bottles, yeah, you come to one that's actually written in what this game calls Anglic, the language that you are familiar with. And let's see. Um, And there's a date on this one as well, a maturation date or whatever. And it's a date from about 20 years ago. Oh, geez, and that's biobrick already somehow. <clears throat> all right, we all back?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. So are we going to 11?
0: Mm. Yeah. All righty. Well, 11 is obviously just a common area. There's tables, chairs, um, kitchen facilities along the lateral walls, it says. The tables and chairs are collapsible. The kitchen areas have sliding screens, which can be used to conceal and protect them. There's the cabinets you were asking about. Um, The floor of this area is uncarpeted and bears markings similar to that of a basketball court obviously for some kind of game. Um, and that's all you've got so far.
1: So let's go through the cupboards.
0: Yeah. Hang on a second. I, I see a note here, but it's a little confusing, but you guys said you wanted to go to the cabinets. It says that there's something in the drawer. Well, it didn't mention a drawer. Um, but it says that in one drawer in the kitchen area, there are several resilient balls and some handball gloves, and that there's a switch, I guess, in that same drawer. Um, and I'll hedge you off at the pass here and say nothing happens when you flip the switch, presumably because there is no power. Um, yeah. Which brings us to, Taz, yeah. you said what? I want to go to 13. 13. All right. Okay. Um, this is obviously the ship's locker. There are stocks of everyday items. Um, say again, Eric.
1: Oh, sorry. I was asking what, what's in it. Ah,
0: okay. So there are stocks of everyday items. There are several large VAC suits, um, large like the doorways are large and all of that, Um, and there are various small parts. There is also a weapons rack
4: with no weapons on it. And I'm going to go to room 10.
2: 10.
0: Okay, you do see what appear to be ducts, like... They're either air ducts or they're carrying a whole lot of cables and pipes and stuff. Um, and there are various control panels in
4: the walls. What kind of like what kind of control panels are they? Manual switches? Are they like a circuit
0: box? Um, uh, we'll say darkened touch panels has been what you guys have been uh, encountering everywhere. There are very few mechanical switches, dials, and stuff like that on this ship.
3: Okay. I would like to go into room
0: 12. 12. right. Uh, It's obviously a pantry. It's stocked with canned and preserved foods. Um, much of the food is from easily recognizable commercial sources that you guys would be familiar with. So we've got familiar food on a very alien ship. I think we should
3: try to go, try to open room nine. Yeah, I don't know if that's such
4: a good idea. There's a snake on the door. (laughs) But we're
3: all armed.
4: Well, I'll stay back in room 11. (laughs) I ain't going in there.
2: (laughs) Well, I could like uh, burst it open and then just like uh, step back if anything happens. I'd be fine ignoring it
1: for now. Oh, yeah. It's a good excuse to tell the professor that we don't know if there's danger.
4: Yeah.
0: That's right. I forgot I was going to have him call in when we got back from the bio break. He is very anxious and uh, wants you to set up the uh, tether. I'm going to say we found a
1: room that we can't open that has a picture of a snake on it. We want to make sure that the room is safe, there's no creatures in here before we get everybody on board.
0: All right, he'll want to argue a little bit and ask, what do you mean a picture of a snake?
2: Lake.
1: It's a picture of a snake drawn Um, in crayons.
2: By a kid.
0: So you're letting a child's drawing scare you? Yes. Yes. Well, I don't think that's reasonable. I'm your employer. I am instructing you to get that door open. You know what? I'll change that. I am your employer. I am instructing you to just hurry the heck up and run that tether, and I don't want to hear any excuses about children's drawings being frightening to you.
1: We've only been through two decks.
0: Now, I I think he would say
4: you guys need to hurry the heck up then.
1: Or I'm okay, going to well,
4: yeah. Let's go up to the next deck.
0: Or I am going to cut your pay by ten percent. There is nothing in writing. This is a cash transaction, and if you guys don't hurry up and get me on that ship, uh, I'm 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 shaving ten percent off of your uh, your your uh, payment. All
2: right.
0: So you guys say you want to go up to the next deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: it was just if. A- We could have somebody go down to the first deck and check it carefully and then install the tether while the rest of it check the rest of the deck. You mean? mean... So we get a chance to to see the whole carefully before he gets on.
3: I think we should do the tether. Maybe the professor could help with some things that we might not know.
1: All right. I want to start heading up towards the cargo deck.
4: Yeah, me too.
0: Okay, all right. So, you guys leave. You go to set up the tether. We will leave that for the moment while they move on up to... Is the next deck the cargo deck?
2: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alright. So, go to the cargo deck and somebody read that um, text that's at the top of the
2: page. Alright. This deck has three iris valves in the central access shaft. They lead starboard forward, and port. Each is marked with a 7.
0: Each is marked with a 7. So, you guys emerge—oh, there's the hatch. You're right at that corridor that's labeled 4 and 5. Corridor! This passage leads to port, makes a right angle bend aft, where it is then blocked by massive steel doors. Before the band, large cargo doors open fore and aft into cargo areas. Scratch and scuff marks indicate that cargo has been dragged across the corridor many times. Um, let's see. Does anybody see the large or the massive steel doors it's talking about? The passageway, It's this is talking about... I would
4: assume it's right here.
0: Okay, the, um, this is talking about four, and it says the corridor leads to port, makes a right angle bend aft, where it is then blocked by massive steel doors. So, we all know where that massive steel door is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, on the turrets.
0: Alright, the, um, let's see, okay. Um, there's also a red button near the massive steel door.
2: Probably the, the door.
1: All yeah. presses.
0: Uh, nothing happens, presumably because there is no
1: power. I'd like to check out the, um, aft cargo bay.
0: And that is six. Aft cargo bay. Okay. Oh,
2: no. So big.
0: This area is an irregularly shaped cargo bay marked by an arched protrusion in its center and bulges in the lateral walls. The arched protrusion is fitted with a sturdy sliding door. The, let's see, I can't read you that. Halfway back in the rear area, along the side walls, are sets of cabinets.
1: I'm going to go through the cabinets.
0: Um, I lost my place. Okay. The port cabinet has three VAC suits of unusual size, so they are the really large ones. Okay. Um, These suits. Tell me what kind of skills you have, Eric. Anything about uh, deduce, deducing technology or anything like that?
1: I mean, I have electronics of a two. I have jack of all trades, of course. I have sensors. I have mechanic. I have survival, and that's a, I don't know. I've like. Yeah. All it's a piloting skills. I have okay. a VAC suit of
0: two. Well, then just... Oh, you have a VAC suit of two? Yeah. Okay, something strikes you as odd about these suits. Not only are there no air tanks attached to them, there are no air tanks anywhere, to be anywhere nearby, and you can't even see how air tanks would be a part of this suit. This is the weirdest VAC suit you've ever seen. It does not use air tanks.
1: Mm, okay. Hmm, okay. Can um can I try the sliding door? <clears> hmm.
0: <throat> Is that the massive steel doors?
1: <clears throat> no, the eleven, I think.
0: Hmm. Ah, that door, that door. Alright, hang on. 11. That is a very sturdy door. The kind of door, I mean, it's like an airlock door. But you guys should go back and look at the pictures of the ship and locate that door that you're looking at there.
1: Is it C? Is it the blank deck?
0: Yes, it is C. Now look at the pictures of the exterior of the ship and you will, sooner or later, see that door. I see it in photos four and six.
3: Also, I think I see it in five, too. Uh, I
0: see where it would be in 5, yes, but I can't actually make out the door in that picture. But yes, you've got that huge alcove thing. That's part of your cargo deck. And that door that you are at, Taz, is the door that you guys can see in that alcove in pictures 4 and 6. Only the pictures depict it being open and obviously... Standing at it right now, it is closed and sealed, and there's good reason to believe that there is space on the other side of it.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. I'll move to the forward cargo bay then.
0: Forward cargo area, a large chamber, nearly 20 meters wide and 9 meters deep. There is a big pile of empty crates near one wall. A very large pile of empty crates against one wall. Um, and sitting off by itself is a bale of vegetable leaves near the iris valve. Are they rotten? Nope. Fresh. Oh. Are they fresh? Um, they are brown, but they're not, like, dry and brittle. They are moist. I mean, they're, you know, fresh, as you said. Does anybody have any kind of investigate or so? I, I need to give you guys a hint. I have investigated zero.
2: Yeah, mine too.
0: Um, let's try you using investigation and intelligence, I guess, Lucy. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, you're pretty sure this is tobacco. And that's a rarity in this part of the Imperium. Right. It, would, uh, it would sell for a lot of money. Why would someone
3: be crazy? It is a oh, big well.
0: bale of tobacco. Hmm. We
3: could sell it.
0: Yes, and it mentions that, um, I'm not going to tell you the amount, but it would go for a whole lot of money if sold in the seedier parts of a starport town. It is probably illegal on any world with a law level of 8 or better. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about the guys who are running the tether. Let's, Let's bring in some complication. They now have the tether... The boys report to you that the professor and the visual documentarian are now aboard the ship, and they are on, we'll say, the bridge at the moment. The professor is looking at basically everything um, on the just the bridge for right now, and he's got his little notebook out and he's comparing what he's seen to his notes. He's making little additional notes. Meanwhile, the visual documentarian has a handheld camera like this, and it's got a big light on it that's uh, producing a brilliant glow all over the bridge as he is filming. And the guy is, well, he's the type that he's like, never before. Has man seen anything like we are seeing now? This is unprecedented in human history. It turns the camera around and pointed at itself. What other secrets will it reveal? So he's having a grand old time of that. The professor is looking at everything, jotting down notes, comparing notes. Do you guys want to stick around and be his bodyguards, or do you want to go join the others?
3: They sound like Poxo.
0: I haven't even done a voice yet. Oh, you mean the
3: enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, they're very enthusiastic. Well, I mean, you guys should be too. I mean, this is a ship that's completely unlike anything anybody has ever seen before. Not that you've, you know, been
3: around the whole galaxy and back.
0: So, yes. I'd
3: like, I'd you? like to try to go and get into room nine that had the snake, if anyone else wants to go.
0: All right. Are you telling them that you're going to go and try to open nine, or are you going to sneak up there? I'll tell them.
3: Okay. I'm gonna does, does anyone else want to check it out? No, I'm, I'm staying with the uh,
2: professor and the, uh, the uh, guy.
3: Okay. Actually, in that... I don't want to go to that room. Then I don't know if that's the wisest decision by myself. I'm still on w- a mission to get the
4: lights on or the power on.
1: Okay. I want to check out the observation dome.
4: Um, that's on the cargo deck.
0: Let's see here. Observation dome. This is a transparent astrogation dome with a bearing race along the front half of its circumference. Now I did not look up what a bearing race is, but I assume it's like one of those bands that goes around in a circle that has degrees and such marked on it. But if somebody wants to look it up and prove me wrong, they can. But it's a transparent astrogation dome with a bearing race along the front half of its circumference, mounted on the race is an electromechanical sextant connected to the computer. Now, of course, uh, Taz, I believe, has at least a plus one in astrogation, so he could surely deduce things about it, and we'll say that he deduced what we've already seen. That's how he we even know it's a sextant, right? Um,
1: yep, I have astrogation of two.
0: Oh, well, there it is. So, yes, you recognize the bearing race and the sextant, and you are easily able... To conclude that this is not completely an observation dome, it's more specifically an astrogation dome
3: I think I should tell the professor that one of the we one sample that we found on glass had a fingerprint of a human
0: and he will definitely be fascinated by that
3: and um and does it- huh. And doesn't Lucy have some hair too that was wasn't still identified?
0: Yep, I um, will say that you did meet up with her and give it to her. That's right. You yeah. were looking at something in that cargo area. You wanted. Uh, you were looking at the empty crates.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, roll me an investigation. I know
4: that they're they were empty. So right.
0: roll me an investigation. You can add intellect to it. Eight. Okay, um, when you look closer at this huge pile of empty crates, um, there is a blinking light behind it. Okay, um, when you look closer at this huge pile of empty crates, um, there is a blinking light behind it. Oh, here we go. The doctor <laughs> has decided to join the game. Um, let me pull that up real quick. Okay, Oh
4: damn.
0: behind the big stack of crates, um, you see this blinking light and there is, I can't, uh, um, okay, there is a large circle on the wall and in the center of it has a light that is blinking And when you see that, as you look around the deck, there are multiple circles on these walls. You just didn't really pay attention to it before, I guess. Best explanation I can come up with, because I forgot about that part in my notes. Um, All of them have the little panel in the center, but they're all dark, except for this one. And the reason it, it got your attention is because it is blinking.
4: Um he's pushing buttons.
0: Oh no 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 no. You know you can't get on the keyboard. Is did anything change?
2: No
0: Okay. Wave your hand or something, you look frozen. Oh okay. Alright. Um let's see. Um I'm looking to see if I mentioned a color. No? So We will say that it is flashing a light blue and it's a, it's a panel, it's about the size of a cell phone set in this big circle and it's got a little light blue blink to it. Uh, Is there any text?
4: Nope. There's nothing on the panel, it's just the blinking light.
0: Yep, it's just the panel is pulsing a light blue.
1: What happens if we touch when we touch it?
4: That's up to Lucy to decide if she wants to do. Well can I get some EM readings on it first? Okay. Or does it just...
1: That's a
0: good idea actually. Um so yeah, you whip out your little EM scanner thing and you can see that behind this wall there is more
4: power than you've seen in the ship anywhere. and which wall are the em- which wall is this on is it facing like space or is it on an interior wall um show me where you I have a- okay, the empty sure crates on this wall okay And i assume that's space down here
0: um yeah i mean I- admittedly i added this part to this adventure oh. um so we'll just have to say that there's about a dozen of these large circles going all around. On the side walls, on the front wall there, everything. Um. The circle, it looks like the the metal is incongruous, like it's something that could be opened, like maybe this is a door or a hatch of some kind. Um, But there's like 10 or 12 of them around the room, and they all, have the little panel in the center, but all of them, the panel is dark, except for the one that was behind the crates.
4: Well, then, yeah, let's try to open it, the panel.
0: So what do you want to try to do to do that? Um, Big circle, blinking light. Are there light. any latches around the... Um, You see absolutely no mechanism, anything, just a little blinking light. Perhaps you should touch the blinking light.
4: Okay, touch it. All
0: right. We're just running out of time. So, all right. When you touch that light, it slides out. And I was imagining a morgue. This thing slides out, and it's a big tube. And inside is a woman. There is a display on the side. Crouching. Um, let's see.
4: Is she an average-sized woman or a large woman?
0: She is a human woman. Now, there is a display on the side of this tube, and it is showing symbols, and they change. The first two symbols in the row of symbols change so fast that you can't even make them out. The next one changes maybe once a second or so. The rest of them, there's five more digits, haven't changed while you've been watching.
4: Can I read the symbols?
0: Nope. So we've got, what, eight symbols here. Maybe the other ones have something. We have a line of eight symbols on the screen. The first two change so fast that you can't make them out. The next one seems to change once a second or so, and the rest of them, the the five other digits, haven't changed while you've been watching.
1: Say again. Say again, Eric. Yeah, it's probably a countdown or a Hmm. Which could mean that their numbers are reversed.
0: That's true. And it says the touch panel shows a few symbols. They could be menu options or it could be spelling out a word you have no way of
2: knowing. Or maybe like. Like day, hour.
0: No, I mean separate from those, that line of digits, there is also a few symbols. Which again, maybe if you touch one, it's a menu option. Or. It could be that it's spelled out a word. You don't know which. And this is the panel that's on the side of the tube.
1: Can I use... So so you said that there's eight? Yes.
0: Um... Oh, my. Uh, sure, you can... Are you going to keep doing that, Heiser? You're scaring the cat. (laughs) Which is making the camera shake. Um, yes, you can give me a language roll if
4: you want. I'm going to be using, t- I mean, education in languages. Okay. Ten.
0: Ten. All right, there is no question that the digits you can read, wait,
4: yeah, all right,
0: the digits you can read are... Definitely the same ones that you saw on the money and the same ones that you saw on the side of the ship. Does that
4: mean that they're all numbers? No. And I assume that I would be entering this into, like, my computer. Okay. So that I can try to
3: read it later. Is it possible that it could be turned off?
4: I don't think I want to go pushing any buttons yet.
1: Um, Am I done in the observation dome?
0: uh Uh-huh, the astrogation dome, yeah.
1: So, Lucy, what do you think if we pressed the panel again?
4: It would probably—I would assume it would go back in it would slide back in. But we could try touching it again, the panel.
0: Okay, if you touch the panel again, yes, it slides back in. And just looks like another circle on the wall like the other 11.
3: Maybe the other ones have something.
4: And there's no power to the other ones.
0: Uh, If you want to do your EM scan, Yes, there are power. That level of power that you saw in the first one is is being fed to all of them. Oh, what
1: if we press? I'll press a different panel.
0: Um, that's right. You are there, aren't you? Yeah. So there would have been a Lucy saying, "Hey, Taz, come check this out," and then yes, if you touch one of the darkened panels. Um, I just saw it. Oh, if you touch the panel in the center of the circle of the darkened ones, it gives a little buzz-buzz. Just a little, And if you try it on multiples, they all give you the same result.
3: Maybe you guys should take out the person in the one with the blinking light to see if they unfreeze.
4: That's what um, I was going to suggest, is open the one that can open and then try the other ones.
0: Okay, how do you want to go about trying that?
1: Press the panel for the blinking one.
0: To slide it back out. Yeah. Okay, it's out, and there's that display on the side.
1: And then press one of the dark panels.
0: Uh, on one of the other circles. Yeah, yeah. you just get yeah. the, eh, eh, the buzz buzz when you do that. Um the tube with the woman the DNA is touched on the hair. Oh, sure, yeah. Um I don't think you need to give me a roll, but the DNA test shows that this hair is from humans. So there's another human
1: DNA. I think we should close it and investigate the next thing. Oh. Yeah.
4: Alright, well… I need more information to know what Unless, says.
1: maybe, unless she wants to do more translating roles.
3: Mm-hmm. We should take first just to see if the unthone get anything out of her. I think we
1: should wait until we can understand what the buttons do.
3: Yeah,
4: that's what I think too.
0: So, you guys want to move to the next deck, you're saying? I think so. Yeah. The one with the question marks. hmm Yeah, the scans showed the layout of the place, but it can't make heads or tails of what it is. Um, so let's see. You guys would come up through the floor hatch right there. And there is one, two, and three. Oh, I'll
1: investigate one.
0: Alright. This area is relatively small. And it is filled with machine tools, a workbench, and cabinets Um, to the port and... What was that last word? Cabinets. Okay. Um, To the port and starboard are large floor-to-ceiling gratings with radiator flanges behind them. You know what? Uh, There's no reason for this to be obscure. Um, I'll not leave this vague. Uh, This appears to be um, for machining parts.
1: And if I go through the cabinets carefully, do I find anything?
0: The cabinets are filled with many, uh, a great many spare parts in paper
4: cartons. Okay. Is there anything written on the cartons?
0: Hmm, that's a good question. It doesn't mention, but I would think there would be. They'd be like labeled or something.
1: In in the language we know, or the
0: no. word, you know, alien language. I'll even add. This place looks really dusty. Like nobody's done anything with it, and like used the tools or the workbench in a long time.
1: How common is it? typically for people to machine their own spaceship
0: parts? (sighs) That is a great question. I am thinking back through the hundreds of hours I've spent looking at Traveler stuff, and I don't remember anybody ever mentioning machining their own parts and having facilities to do so on their ship.
4: Well, I would think any mechanic would know how. Uh, Not... Any mechanic, I mean, they'd have to have, like, special training. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my dad machined parts for helicopters. Uh, Right.
0: I think it's perfectly reasonable. I just don't remember anybody ever mentioning it before. So, I guess just for the sake of giving uh, a solid answer, we'll say that it would not be something that you guys are familiar with. I don't know. It just seems like that would be a part of a ship Mm -hmm. to me. Or at least, oh, okay. We could say that the only time you guys have seen stuff like that is on long-range ships, where they're not going to be going to a starport maybe for months. Yeah, that, that, that fits everything else.
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking, like, in Cuba, people machine their own car parts because of the embargo.
0: Ah, Right.
1: Yeah. But like the same vehicles in the United States, people would just go to the yeah. parts store and buy it. Yep. Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. Okay. If we you hurry, we can. Missing? If we hurry, we can finish this deck.
4: What was that?
1: Yes. Do you, do you want to look in one of the rooms?
0: Uh, two. All right. Two. This small room uh, contains facilities for detailed, small-scale metal work. And we're talking like jewelry, gun parts, we're talking tiny little stuff.
1: I'll go to room
0: three. All right. Um, This area is similar to Location 2, but obviously designed for electronics repairs. And it says that it has a large supply of electronics components. Various kinds of electronics components.
1: Would I recognize them? No, you do not recognize them. Do we
0: need to search these rooms very thoroughly? No, um, not while the power is off. Okay. Okay. So that's actually probably a really good place to stop there. You guys just got done exploring this deck. We've got the professor and Marianne, or professor and the uh, (laughs) um, visual documentarian down on the bridge with these two. And yeah, I didn't write this, so it's not gonna have great cliffhangers and that sort of thing. Um, It's just gonna, I guess we just end wherever we end, so... um, I really want to get to the table a week from today, but we'll just have to see, because I, I don't have to write anymore. But as Tara pointed out, I still go crazy trying to get all the video edited. And right now, um, I did. I edited the first video and got it up to YouTube, or the first session. I still haven't even started on the second session. So, as of today, I have two sessions I need to edit. So, but I thank every single one of you at the table. Eric, <laughs> high five to the screen. Vlad, Wesley, and um, let's uh, do all this again real soon.